Well, I think it's time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, it must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on earth. Oh, and we're back. I'm your host, Gary Goldberg. My co-host, Dr. Kirk Kirk Elliott, Kirk Elliott PhD.com forward slash SGTSAM. And this is the Samurai Silver Report. So it's been a couple weeks. Kirk's on vacation. I'm going to be leaving actually in about 12 hours to go on vacation. So uh, we're getting one in while, while we can, hopefully. And uh, I'll be back next Monday, hopefully, in time. If not, we will be in the following Monday. So, first of all, we're both on a time crunch. Wild shit's been happening all over. Um, so let's just hop right into it because I know you were a little late to the, to the show because you're fielding calls because people are freaking out and so on and so forth. So hopefully we can explain it so you have less calls so you can explain it to a wider right. audience. So go okay. ahead. Well, so so what's happening right now, because I've been getting inundated with calls, bro, about um, silver and gold coming down. Say, Kirk, what gives? You said it was going to go up with all the fundamentals of the economy, the rising inflation, the interest rate increase, the unsustainable debt, all of that, right? And all of those do propel gold and silver up. They always have and always will. And do we have all of that? Yes, we have it in spades. So it's going to keep going up. But why do we have it low right now? Well, it's it's a knee-jerk reaction to news coming out of China. So, so coming after two years of COVID, pretty much, um, manufacturers were, were kind of shut down. People weren't making any money. China is still the massive um, manufacturing superpower of the world. Like mm-hmm. probably 60% of all global consumption comes from Chinese goods, right? Yep. So, so it's it's just huge. So when when the economy is slowing down, inflationary pressures are persisting. This is this is a problem. People aren't buying as much. China feels the heat. China feels the heat of stagflation more than any country on the planet. And so their banks are just um in getting trouble. they're getting decimated. Decimated. I mean, they're the people, Chinese. Yeah, people don't understand like how much like we think our economy is a farce in a lot of single ways. China's economy was blown up on so many different things over the years to make them look like they're making more money than they are. They're in worse spot than us. So it's like really like way worse. I mean, because mm-hmm. they have more debt. I mean, a lot of their cities are like ghost cities. I well, mean, they, they built them to put people to work and then nobody could live in them. Right. I mean, they they just have like pop up cities all over. And they're like these beautiful cities that are just falling apart now because nobody can live in them. Nobody nobody can live there. They don't have services. Right. They're just they're just not there. But yet they were using the money that came in from all the manufacturing to build up their infrastructure. Now, when the global economy slows down, they they have no need for the infrastructure. Right. Now it's just costing them money. So this is the problem with China. So banks are are folding. They're mm-hmm. telling Chinese citizens, you can't take withdrawals out of your bank. 
oh, we're going to probably do a big bail-in tax, right? And so there's there's riots. There's people are saying, this is our money. It's not your money. Give it to us. And they don't have it, right? So mm-hmm. so the same- We've seen that before, right? I know we have. And what makes us any different than China? Mm-hmm. Nothing. Nothing. Just size of the country, right? And but, a different spot on the map. Yeah. So here's the thing. How does all this apply to gold and silver? Because that's what I said I was going to talk about. Well, well, the Chinese currency, the yuan, is just like imagine throwing a big heavy boulder into the ocean. It just just goes all the way down, right? This is the Chinese currency right now. So is the dollar strong? No, it stinks. We have un, we have inflation that's that's persisting. I mean, we're up to 9.1% inflation officially. That went up from 8.5 last month. That's a 0.6% increase on something that started at eight and a half. What does that mean? And the rate of inflation went up by 31% mm-hmm. in July. Yep. 31%. I mean, this yep. is, this is, if you, well, cause people also look at like those smaller numbers and they're like, ah, it's half a point, whatever. But like, when you look at the grand scheme, like you just said, like that's 33, 31, 32, 33%. Right. I mean, you, you look at that, you extrapolate out what happened last month for the next 12. What is, what does that give us? Well, that gives us about 49% inflation mm-hmm. for the year. Now, unofficially, you have to multiply that times 2.8 because that gets us the true level of inflation. That puts us at over 150%. That number actually jives with my pocketbook, right? That says, well, gas has doubled over the last year. Yeah. Groceries are up 40 to 50%. Corn is up 40 to 50%. Wheat is up 60%, right? So that number is much more realistic than 9.1%, right? Mm-hmm. So, so that's why we have to look at that. So our currency stinks. So is it strong? No, but gold and silver have come down because the dollar, you'll hear on the news, the dollar strength, the dollar is strong. It's, it's, but is it? No, no, it's not. But when you compare it to Chinese currency, yeah. Yeah, it's- we're destroying. <laughs> yeah. So, so here's how I would kind of explain this to, to people. So let's just say you're going out on a date, okay? Go out with your wife and and this, this doesn't apply to wives or girls in general because they wouldn't act like us, right? <laughs> going out on a date and you think, man, crud, I don't have any clean shirts. So you go into the laundry pile and you and you do you do this test. test. <laughs> yeah. like, right, this is the cleanest of what I got. So to me, that's the dollar. It's the cleanest shirt in the dirty laundry pile, mm-hmm. right? It doesn't mean that it's good. It doesn't mean that it's clean. It just means it's cleaner than the Chinese currency. So temporarily, gold and silver have come down, but that won't last. That won't last because fundamentals always hold true. And what are the fundamentals that are coming out this week? Well, we've got um, the Fed meets on Wednesday to raise rates. Here's my projection. Three quarters of a point to one point rate increase. Mm-hmm. One point on the outlier, that would be something so extreme that's never been done, right? But we did three quarters of a point last month. Are we better than we were? No, we're, we're the same to worse. So therefore, we're probably going to get three quarters, maybe even higher. Well, that will put a huge damper on everything. And when you get that kind of a rate increase, stocks, bonds, they all come crashing down to earth. But it's like, Kurt, they know that this is going to happen. Why is the S&P 500 up today? You know, as we record this, the S&P 500 is up just a little bit, knowing there's a Fed meeting coming and we know what they are going to do. Well, here's here's the reason why on that, too, because I, I love to tell everybody the reasons why. 
So um, mainstream media soundbite. Here's how it would look and how it is looking. Oh, the Fed is being aggressive with tackling inflation. We're about to get a three quarter percent rate hike. They're going to stop inflation dead in its tracks with this kind of aggressive policy, right? So therefore, the markets think, ooh, cool, they're going to fix inflation. Let's start investing in stocks because it'll move forward. Well, that's not how it's going to be. Who the thinks only way that, though? Who do you think really thinks that? Nobody. But but they, but if you're showing the markets, like that's where I always get confused a little bit. Is like these guys are economists and they're this and they're that, and they're like, oh, you know, these guys that trade all day and you know, oh, I see the markets and I know it, and they're intelligent and they understand financial markets and how they work and everything. Like you're still buying the bullshit. Well, I'm not. I'm not buying it. And your viewers, I'm not. Yeah, I'm not saying but, you, but like the, but the mass majority. The vast majority of people buy it because they're, they're used to hearing from their advisors. Hey, when stocks think you go into bonds and bonds think you go into stocks, this is all mm -hmm. we have. From the top down, they're spreading this narrative that buying and holding for the long term is always going to be good for your portfolio. Just buy stocks and yeah, we're going to have a downturn probably. But if you hold it long enough, you're going to be just fine, right? Mm -hmm. Plus, it's an election year. Economics is very political, right? So, mm -hmm. and and Clinton said this. He said it's it's the economy stupid right and it's like mm -hmm. no which is why they've changed the narrative to gun rights and and roe v wade and everything else right Be to get their eyes off the economy how bad they're screwing that up well they're, they're screwing it up and they can't win they're not going to beat the economy so therefore change the narrative so when you have this story that's coming out from the top it, it just basically shows us that um we can't believe what we hear there's there's an article this morning that i saw in and biden has basically give given announcements don't call anything a recession until i tell you you can call it a recession right so it's like well, this is the mainstream media narrative not calling because what's a recession it's two quarters of declining economic output in a row have we had more than two quarters yeah bro yeah. We've had a lot since beginning of COVID. We've had quarter after quarter after quarter after quarter, but yet they're reluctant to call it one. Even Janet Yellen on Friday um, said, well, you know, we've got changing definitions of things because of the fragility of the economy. It's like, stop, stop changing. Well, they change definitions on everything. They change every definitions on the jab jab. They change definitions on everything to fit their narrative. And that's where it gets really dangerous. And I know this is a little off of the silver and the gold point, but that's where it gets really dangerous as a society because they're literally changing definitions of words that we've been using for hundreds, if not thousands of years to fit the scope of their narrative. So that's just showing you how screwed up things are that they have to literally change the words so it doesn't up oh, nope, that's not the meeting anymore. Well, yeah, I mean, and and President Clinton basically was the king of this. And when, during the Monica Lewinsky hearings, and he said, Well, it depends on what the definition of is is, right? I, I, know, like, I know, I know, I know. Geez, is means is. So, so anyway, but we're seeing this on the economic front right now. We have to be careful. And and I want to show tell the viewers of your show always follow the fundamentals stop listening to noise the definition of words to the noise what causes stocks and bonds to come down rising interest rates inflationary pressures rising taxes and no jobs what causes them to go up well the opposite lowering interest rates lowering taxes and creating jobs 
We don't have that. Yeah. And we're not going to for quite some time. But those exact fundamentals cause gold and silver to go up. Right. Mm. So, so this is why I'm shouting it from the rooftops that anybody will listen. Don't listen to this mainstream media narrative because it's it's being fabricated from the top down. Oh, like everything else under control that they've got this. This is why they're being aggressive and fighting inflation. Look, the real reason they're aggressive and fighting inflation is because they know if they don't fix it, they're going to die. Yeah. Yeah. We're we're not going to have food that we can afford. We're not going to have gas that we can afford. I'm not saying physically we're going to die, but as as an economy, we're going to hit the skids. Right. So yeah, so there's no if answer about it. Keep it going. They have to somehow keep it going. The best way to do that is to dupe people into thinking that we're there. But but who's not duped? China's not duped. Right. So China got rid of that. Now they they're for the first time since 2010, the number of US treasuries that they own is below a trillion dollars. They're dumping European treasuries, Bank of Japan treasuries, all of them, right? Because Here's what happens. When interest rates go up, the value of bonds comes down. A treasury is just a 30-year bond. When interest rates go down, the value of bonds goes up. If you were to hold them until maturity, it doesn't matter. But nobody holds a 30-year bond for 30 years. They sell it early. Same thing for China. They know the longer they hold that, the rates are going to go up. They're going to get less for it. So they're starting to dump them on the market right now. They're starting to dump their European bonds, their Japanese bonds. They're getting out of Dodge. And for lack of a better explanation, the BRICS nations, Brazil, Russia, India, China, South Africa, and now we should call it BRICSs because mm-hmm. Saudi Arabia to this yeah. mix, getting rid of the petrodollar. The days of the dollar and the sun are, are, are diminishing. But these BRICS nations, what are they? They're basically gold backed. China's the largest producer of gold on the planet. South Africa, or the largest holder of gold. South Africa's the largest producer of gold. Russia did back their currency with gold. Now they've got um, Saudi Arabia, which is black gold, right? Oil. Yeah, <laughs> oil. Yeah. Right? So, so and, and they're no longer going to take US dollars in exchange for oil. They're getting rid of the petrodollar. This is a wild, wild thing moving forward. And the dollar, I hate to say it because I'm an American, right? And I want us to have a strong currency, but I think the dollar is toast. Yeah, I think and, the dollar is dead and, myself. Yeah, it's it's dead. And what we're seeing in Chinese banks right now will come to America because we're no different. Mm-hmm. We're, we're no different than what they are when it comes to banking, right? So, so anyways, how do you protect yourself? Buy gold and silver, but really silver because of the supply chain disruptions, the inflationary pressures, the the everything that's happening, the manufacturing demand that's through the roof, you've got to buy as much silver as you possibly can to take advantage of these inflationary pressures. Mm-hmm. And what do you think, uh, you know, that you're saying the silver and everything else that it, it's coming down, coming down, are they still just shorting it? So it looks like the dollars and the yen and all that other stuff aren't as bad as they are? Um, not, I mean, yes, they are. But really what we've seen over the last two weeks is the Chinese currency implosion, which mm-hmm. is making the dollar look arbitrarily stronger, but yep. that's just a temporary thing. But when you add both of those together, people are, people are squirrely and they're saying, oh my word, I invested in silver and it's going down. Kirk, what's going on? This is my entire retirement, blah, blah, blah. And, and well, we've also talked about this too. It's like, yeah, but if you had that same investment in the stock market, you lost even more. 
absolutely it's all it's all relative right it is. that's why i've been trying yep. stupid when when i got out of the stock market right before trump's last year and it went up like 29 percent. it's like oh sure but yet silver went up 47 percent. i don't care right mm-hmm. it was still a net gain stuff can be going up but something else is going up more stuff can be doing going down but something else could be going down going more. down more exactly so our goal is to reduce our risk and and max make it as risk. stable as possible correct yeah because i mean that's where i think a lot of people lose sight is they're just like oh it's dropping it's this it's that stock market dropped twice as much yeah you know so i, I think mean, I, the, look at a chart of the nasdaq when people are off the show have them look at a chart of the nasdaq it, it's a bloodbath. It yes, does it is. not look good. And we're only halfway through the year. year. So what do you, in your humble opinion, because I know you got to get out of here real quick. Um, but, uh, you know, I mean, how do you write the ship? Like we've said before, like bring back manufacturing, get our own stuff, produce our own energy, do all those things. Because I say it all the time. We're a self-sufficient nation. We are. We're one of the only ones that have pretty much everything we need at home. Right. If we were smart enough to not shoot ourselves in the foot every step of the way. Right. Um, how do you fix it? It's going to take a change in administration for one, mm-hmm. which we don't have anytime real soon. Yeah, I don't know. He's got COVID again, so we'll see. <laughs> and he's old. <laughs> so, I mean, Kamala's not, Kamala's not a better shot, though. <laughs> it's going to take that. It's going to take a change in Congress, which is where a lot of the housekeeping, the purse strings are, of the economy are controlled by the House. So there's, it's not just, let's just say Trump were to come back tomorrow or somebody yeah. like him, right? Mm-hmm. That, that lowered taxes, lowered interest rates and created jobs. It's still going to take probably a year to unwind the damage that's already been done. Just get back to neutral. Just get back to neutral. Even though he's the best president in the history of our country at creating a strong economy, mm-hmm. no doubt in my mind. And he will do it again, right? If mm-hmm. he were back in office or if somebody like him, we're back in office that, that created jobs, reduced taxes, reduced interest rates, and stopped printing so much money, right? Um, doesn't have to be him, but it has to be somebody like him with similar policies, right? Mm-hmm. So even with that, we can have confidence that the economy will grow again, but it won't happen overnight. It's no. not going to happen tomorrow because we have oh, to. Oh, this was, this was, you know, decades of kicking the can down the road and just hoping it like, and, and I've been saying it for a long time, the can't stop. Like there's the, you're at a dead end. There's nowhere left to kick it. So you, you they've always put band-aids on situations and moved it along to the next year terms and to the next election and everything else, you know? So I get it. I get it. So guys, real quick, yeah, I know Dr. Kirk's busy man. He's got some stuff going on, but uh, check out Kirk Elliott, PhD.com forward slash SGT. SAM 15 to get 15% off. Oh, sorry. That was my other one. But uh, SAM to go check it out. And uh, you can have a free report and you guys can check it out. So my dog's going crazy in the back because the lightning's going off. But uh, we will see you guys hopefully next week. And uh, Doc, always a pleasure. My pleasure. You have a good one, sir. Time we ask ourselves if we still know the freedoms that were intended for us by the founding fathers. Those who would trade our freedom for security have embarked on this downward course. Whether we believe in our capacity for self-government or whether we abandon the American Revolution and confess that a little intellectual elite in a far distant capital can plan our lives for us better than we can plan them ourselves. They use terms like we must accept a greater government activity in the affairs of the people. This was the very thing the Founding Fathers sought to minimize. They knew that governments don't control things. A government can't control the economy without controlling people. And they know when a government sets out to do that, 
It must use the full power of centralized government. If we lose freedom here, there's no place to escape. This is the last stand on Earth.